Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And let me just tell you, it's going to be an awesome day. Amen. We done had church up in here getting ready to prepare <laughs> for this word. So I just, I hope y'all got your expectors on because we're going to just blow your britches off today. It's a good day. Church up in here. We done had church up in here. <laughs> we are continuing on with our There's Hope series. This is episode two, and you are welcome and highly encouraged if you didn't hear one, even if you did, you might want to go hear it again. But yeah. highly encouraged if you didn't hear one to go hear it. Um, you can go to connectionshow.org and watch us or listen to us at any time and catch up on what's going on or re-listen to this message. But yes. it's going to be some good stuff. Yeah. You know, if <clears throat> sometime you may be hearing this message at a certain point in your life, mm -hmm. but then you may go down the road six months or a year and find that, man, I need some hope. So come yeah. back to this message. Listen to it again. Let it <laughs> encourage you and inspire you again to bring that hope up to the levels that you need because we need hope. We need hope. Amen. It's a part of God's design and we need it. And literally, we are disobedient if we don't put on hope. That's if right. we don't walk in hope, uh, we're not walking in Christ's likeness. He told us to be like Christ. So we need to put on hope. And if we don't put on uh, hope, then we're being disobedient. So let that sink in and say, hey, I need to be a person of hope. God is a God of That's hope. That's right. I need to be a Christian. If I'm going to be Christ-like, I need to be like Him. Yeah. I think it's 1 Timothy 1, 1. I said It says, Christ is our hope. It's a part of his nature and character. So. Well, and being that we're created in his image, it's a part of our nature. Amen. It's who amen. we are called to be. That's right. You are an ambassador of hope. Yes, amen. Yeah. So we're going to go, let's go right now to Romans 15, 13. And if you want to uh, read that, today what we're looking at is what is hope? Because we really, in order for us to put on hope, we need to know what it is. And, yeah. And, uh, the world, I would say that you will, if you haven't heard this message before, you will probably have some revelation on, man, I'm not sure I knew fully what hope was. And, and we're really just kind of skimming the surface of it. But still, I think that you'll see uh, it would be hard for you to put hope on if you didn't know what it is. That's and right. it's pretty likely that there's pieces of hope that we don't know about. So uh, let's look at what hope is and go ahead. Okay. So in Romans 15, 13, and I'm reading from the American, New American Standard Bible. It says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the first thing that we see is that God is the God of hope. Yes. This is his character. This is his nature. He is the God of hope. It's who he is. It's who he is. Yes. So for us to not be walking in hope, we're not being godly. That's right. So that's a huge point in itself. Well, you know, and I think about, you know, we know and there's God is love and he is the God of hope. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Yes. You can stand and in that full, confident, joyful expectation that we talked about last episode, that that's what hope is. You can stand in the biblical hope knowing yes. no matter what's going on, I serve the God of hope yes. who is love. Yes. Therefore, 
you serve a God who can't help but be yes. hope yes. and love because it's who he is. Amen. When you understand that that's who your God is, yeah. you can't believe the lies of the world right. because you know him. You know yes. that he is the God of hope. Well, the word says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. This is one of those pieces when they don't know that God is a God of hope. And so they just accept everything that's coming against hope. The reports, the, yes. you know, it may be facts in your life, but if it's coming against the character and nature of God, that fact is the one that will bend, not God. Right. So, and here's the thing. How would you like, let me just throw this question to you. How would you like in whatever situation you're in right now, how would you like it if you could just bring an unlimited power to solve that, you know, that problem? Awesome. That'd be awesome, right? Yeah. Well, God is that unlimited power. That's right. And when you allow yourself to accept hope, then what you are doing is you are drawing hope into your life. Well, if God is the God of hope, you're drawing God and His unlimited nature and power into your life to start working on your behalf. Yeah. So this is why the devil attacks hope. It's a, it's a huge point and it's missed, I believe. This is one of the biggest points of hope is the devil knows if he can get your hope out of your life, if he can get you down and beat up and thinking on the problems and, and take away your hope, well, that's how he wins wins that and it's not him actually winning it's actually you handing over victory by not taking on hope yeah. that's and but God's will for you in this verse is that he now may the God of hope this is the Holy Spirit inspiring this and he says now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace mm -hmm. this is the will of God for you to fill you with all joy and peace why? So that you will abound in hope. Yes. In other words, he wants hope springing out of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, it's important to recognize that it's the Holy Spirit that brings about the hope and the joy and the peace. So if you're denying pieces of the Holy Spirit and His nature and will in your life, then you're not allowing hope to be what hope wants to be. Now you're denying the power of God to work and move in your life. You don't want to do this. You need the power of God That's in your right. life. We need that. So we need to allow the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Spirit yes. and bring about that hope inside of us. The one thing that I would like to challenge right away is there's a... Uh, have you ever had somebody tell you this in a situation? Well, don't get your hopes up. Mm. So what are they actually telling you to do? Yep. To not put on God. To, to not, not trust put on God. God. Don't let God come in. Because if God is the God of hope and they're telling you not to get your hopes up, and what they're saying is, see, that's a worldly, corrupted way of thinking. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up because you don't want to be disappointed. Good gracious, I'm thinking about Romans 5 that says, and the hope in God, hope does not disappoint. In other words, the only way you're not going to be disappointed is to get your hopes up. That's right. <laughs> in other words, so I've heard Christians tell other people, well, don't get your hopes up. And I thought, and, and I didn't know it at the time, the first time that ever really went against the grain of who I was. Somebody said that, and I, I don't know what it was. I, well, it was the Holy Spirit, but <laughs> it was... It was, uh, I'd never felt it, it like this yeah. before. Somebody said, don't get your hopes up. And it went, and, it, and I was like, oh man, it twisted inside of my spirit and went right across the grain. Mm -hmm. And I went, that is not right. 
and I didn't know why it wasn't right, but I knew that was mm -hmm. not right. That was a wrong statement. And the reason is because what you're saying is don't allow God access. Well, that's like, here's one that irks me, makes me want to just scream, shut up, is <laughs> hope, for the be or hope for the best, but expect the worst. It's like, oh, oh, it's like, you want to tell me, oh, let's hope, let's wish that God comes through, but you better expect that Satan's stronger than God. I'm like, oh, snap dragon, I'm about to go off on somebody. <laughs> Don't tell me hope for the best, but expect the worst. That's not hope. That's exactly why we are examining, examining today what is hope, because within that same sentence, mm -hmm. they told you to use hope, and then in the same sentence, they actually told you the opposite of yeah, hope. Yeah, they told you yeah. hope won't work. Yes. Here's, here's, what does the world say that hope is? So one of the definitions, there was multiple definitions that I found like in the dictionary for hope, uh, not biblically defined, but just worldly defined. The best one, the closest one that I found to a biblical definition is this, the grounds for believing that something good will happen. That's And that's a pretty good definition. Mm -hmm. It's in our language today. It's pretty good. It's not the exact biblical definition, but that's pretty it's good. Decent. Grounds for believing that something good will happen. But we can read that in a definition in a dictionary. But does that mean that that's what actually hope means in our society and in no. our culture? No, because think about it. How do you hear hope used the most? Most of the time, you'll hear hope used like this. Well, I hope it goes well for you. Hope you feel better. Hope you feel better. Mm -hmm. I hope it falls your way. Right, And this is the way that hope is generally used in our language and in our culture today. Well, what is that? Ultimately, that is a ploy to get you to drop the weight and the power that God has given hope mm -hmm. in our lives. In other words, let's turn it into something menial. Let's yeah. turn it into luck. Because yeah. that's really, it's kind of like this. Well, it could fall your way or it may fall the other way. I hope that it falls your way. In other words, I, I wish that it would, or I luck that it would fall your way, but it's 50-50. So in other words, hope is more, in the world's usage of it, it's more luck mm -hmm. and wishing mm -hmm. than it is actually what the biblical definition of yeah. it is. So the Bible defines hope like this. Hope is joyful, there's three parts, joyful, confident expectation. Yes. All right. So hope means that you have joy. Hope means that you have confidence. That's right. If you're in hope. Hope means that you have expectation. Yes. So if I'm not in joy, let's say I have confidence and expectation, but I have no joy, I am not in hope. If I have joy, but I have no confidence, I have expectation and joy, but no confidence. I am not in hope. If I have joy and confidence, but I have no expectation of it actually happening, I'm not, not in hope. hope. So then what you're starting to see is how many times have we actually been in hope where joy in our life has been produced because of the hope that we have, where confidence is produced because of the hope that we have, where expectation is produced because of the hope we have. So the Lord years ago gave me this example, um, and it's one of my favorite examples because it really defines uh, what this looks like in our life. And uh, let's say that I'm that. Let's say that I am a billionaire. 
okay? And let's say that I tell you that on Monday at 2 p.m., I am going to send a letter uh, by a, a delivery company, and at 2 p.m., you're going to receive that letter, and in that letter is going to be a check made out to you for a million dollars. Now, if, and this is very important, if you don't believe me, if you know that I don't have the money or I'm not trustworthy uh, or uh, you just you know, listen to all your friends, then you're going to take that and you'll say, well, I'll see it when it gets there. Mm -hmm. Now, is there any joy produced? No. No. Is there any confidence? No. no. Is there any expectation? No. No. And see, this is where hope is stolen on the first part is because all of these promises that God has laid out in His covenant towards us, because people don't know God as a trustworthy God, they don't believe it. And so even though this is true, there's no hope produced. Right. Okay? So there's no joy, there's no confidence, there's no expectation. However, if you know that I have the resources and you believe me as a trustworthy person, what just happened in your life? If you really have faith and trust that I am going to do what I said I was going to do, and at 2 p.m. on Monday there's going to be a check, and you're coming to your house uh, for a million dollars, what just happened? Your, your life just changed. Boom! Yeah. My life has changed. All right, so the first thing is, is there going to be joy? Oh, yeah. yeah. My life just changed. It's going to be some happy dancing. <laughs> I mean, you just, you're calling all your friends, you know. Mm -hmm. My life, I'm about to be a millionaire. I'm, I, and then here's the other thing. Are you going into work on Monday? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. You got, you're getting paid more to be at home than you are to <laughs> go into work on Monday. You're not going into work. Why? There's a confidence there. Yeah. You know, you, if you really believe me and really have faith in me, you know, this is the way the phone call goes on Monday morning. Hey, Mr. Boss Man, <laughs> I am so sorry to tell you, but I have been reemployed. I don't think I'm going to work out my two weeks' notice. I think I'm just staying at home today. I'm sorry if that causes you a problem. <laughs> have a great life. Be blessed. Amen. Bye-bye. Calling, <laughs> calling in Calling in wealthy. Amen. All right. So, see, if you really believe me, there's a confidence that rises up. You're not worried about getting fired mm -hmm. because you you know this is about to happen. Yeah. And then there's an expectation. So I, I love asking this. About 1.55, the package is scheduled to deliver at 2 p.m. 1.55, what are you doing? I mean, you are looking for that delivery truck. You're, you're like, you got the blinds open. Maybe you might be standing out at the end of the driveway waiting like, hey, it's, where, where's he at? He's got to be coming sometime. There's an expectation. Yes. That's hope. Yes. That's Bible hope. Joy, confidence, expectation, and God is a God of it. Yes. And He's made promises to you, and when you start to realize that He is who He says He is, and He has all the resources to back up every single promise, there's something that clicks on the inside of us, and we put on joy. And you can see it on your face. I mean, joy comes on. Mm -hmm. Confidence rises up. And, and the devil tries to feed you some line, some news, some report, a bad report at the doctor, a, a bad situation in your marriage or in your house. You don't believe that mm -mm. because inside of me there's hope yeah. and hope will beat that bad report down. That's right. Hope, a joyful, confident expectation. Amen. But 
It's an expectation, but what is it an expectation of? What's, what, is, what are we actually looking at? And what are we expecting? Here's some things that we're expecting. Yeah, we're expecting that God is going to be God. Yeah. We're expecting that God's good. Yeah. He is a good, good ditty. Yes. We're expecting that God is love. Yes. Yeah. He he can't do anything less than love. It's who he is. That's right. We're expecting that God isn't just these things, but he is these things in our lives. He is getting these things yes. in our lives. Yes, amen. And we're expecting that God's promises are true and manifesting in our lives. Yes. Hope is a joyful and confident expectation of God being God, of his character, his nature. Hope is a joyful, confident expectation that God's character and nature is going to uh, produce mm -hmm. in our lives. That, that God's promises are going to bring about yes. what he promised. You're going to see them manifest. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we are, we are so um, acutely aware and we are acutely persuaded uh, you know, that, that word says that Abraham was so strongly persuaded that God's word would come true. Mm -hmm. He was in hope. He was in faith and he was in hope. And faith and hope are two different things. And we'll talk about that more a little bit later. But it's he was in a hope. He believed on God. He believed on him. When the world told him it wasn't possible to have a baby, you know, he, he and Sarah both were way past uh, baby-making age. And, uh, <laughs> but he said, God's word is more hopeful than what the world tells me. I'm going to place my hope on that instead of what the world tells me. And what did he see? He saw a hope, a joy, a confidence, an expectation rise up in him. And that hope did not disappoint. It brought about, even after he was past that age, it brought about the promises of God, the character of God, the nature of God. God wanted to give to him. He wanted to bless Abraham. He wanted to bring about good things in his life. Abraham put on expectation that God was who he says he is, and, he, and that hope brought about the manifestation of God. Um, what else is hope? So hope is a joyful, confident expectation. But another thing that hope is is this. Hope is not seen. That's right. Now what does that mean? And let's look at Romans 8:24. Romans 8:24 says, "For in hope we have been saved. But hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees?" Now what does that mean? That means that hope is an expectation. But once that thing, let's say that I'm believing for this Bible that I'm that I got here. I'm believing for that Bible to come in. Well, I have hope active and working until the manifestation of that Bible comes. Once I have the manifestation of it, I no longer have need of hope because right. I have the have manifestation. Yeah. So hope is not hope when it's seen. When I have the manifestation, I don't need hope any longer. So hope is, imp this is the importance of that. Hope is employed before we see the manifestation. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to say that I'll take hope in God when I see it, mm. right? Yeah. Then that what they're saying is they're actually saying the opposite of the truth of God's word. And they're trying to 
by really they might not be in just outright pride but it's a prideful statement yeah. to say I'm going to go about this a different way than what God has declared. Mm -hmm. What God has declared is that I need hope. We need hope when we don't see it. Yeah. We need hope when we have the bad report. We need hope when we have the opposite report of the promise. We need to put on hope when we don't see the manifestation mm -hmm. yet. That's when hope is needed That's right. because hope is what's being made manifest. Yeah. So hope is not seen. A another definition of hope is God is hope and hope is God. Uh, it's 1 Timothy 1.1. 1 .1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus, who is our hope. Jesus is our hope. Yes. And then Romans, Romans 15, 13, yeah. just the first phrase. Now may the God of hope yes. fill you with all joy. So it's important for us to recognize that hope is God, God is hope. Jeez. And for us to, uh, I wrote this down, to deny hope is to mm -hmm. deny God. Yeah. So if I'm in the middle of a situation or maybe you find yourself in the middle of a situation and man, just the reports don't look good. Maybe you've, you've received some bad news. Maybe who knows what the situation is. There's so many that people face at different times, but you're sitting in the middle of that situation. You get a bad report or maybe it's even just a bad thought. It hasn't happened yet, but it's a bad thought. And it looks like all hope is gone. For you to say all hope is gone is to say that God is gone. And God is not gone. Yeah. And he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. He said, I'm a ever-present help in time of need, in time of trouble. He is there for you. And for you to say that is to say that God is not God. So to deny hope in that situation, to, to let all hope be stripped from you and stolen from you is to let God be stripped and stolen yeah. in that situation. You don't want that. You want God there. You need God there. And the truth of the matter is he can flip that thing on its, on its head. That's right. You know, I'm thinking about Lazarus. Yeah. They had a report. Lazarus is dead. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, no, -uh, take hope. That's right. He said he only sleeps. And then he, you know, there was another situation where they said the little girl was dead and he, he said, she's sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn because yeah. they knew she was dead in, by physical terms. Right. But by spiritual terms, there was still hope there. Jesus knew it. Jesus didn't let the physical report uh, persuade him otherwise. He was persuaded by the character and nature of God. He walked right in there full of hope, full of joy, full of confidence, full of expectation. The girl got up. That's Lazarus right. got up. We've seen that time and time again in our lives where situations looked one way, but we turned towards hope and God, God turned it all around. He will turn it around for you as well. Amen. To deny hope is to deny God. To deny God is to deny your hope. This is what the devil has been after. The devil has no power. He has zero power. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, all power and authority has been given to me. Well, all means all. That's if right. Jesus has it all, how much was left for the devil? None. None. Then he gave that power and authority over to believers. He handed it right back to them. And so all power and authority is within our hands through That's Jesus right. Christ because he sits in the seat of authority at the right hand of the Father and we are seated with him with everything under our feet just like everything's under his feet. We have all power and authority. The devil knows this. Yeah. So what he does is he tries to come against your hope 
And that way you let your authority go and slip right out of your hands and actually give him the right to use it mm -hmm. against hope. Yeah. But to be in the middle of that situation and accept hope is to accept God. God yes. and the power of God. To accept God and say, God, I need you, I yeah. want you, is to accept hope. See, right now, if you, if you need some hope in your life, you're sitting, you're listening to this, you're going, I need hope. God, I could use some hope right now. What you need is not really as much hope as you need God in your life. You need Him. And so right now, I just invite you to accept God into your life and let Him bring the hope mm -hmm. back. Let God bring. Just accept Him right now. Right now, I know there, there's somebody right now. Uh, yeah, amen. Uh, I believe that there's somebody named uh, Heather. Uh, and right now, Heather, you're watching this and you're saying, I need hope. I need hope. And all I want to say to you is that God sees you. God sees you. He knows you. And he says, I will bring hope with me. And he's saying not just to you, Heather, but to anybody that will accept, if you will receive God right now, hope will come with him That's and right. your life will totally change. It will flip from being so dark and depressing to the lights turned on in full. I mean, it'll be like daylight in your life for the rest of your life when you accept and walk in his hope. And so right now, we just invite you. Uh, do you have any, before we pray that prayer, do you have any words or anything? No. no picking up anything let me know if you do okay. so right now look just pray this with us just say father I receive you I believe that you love me I believe that you sent Jesus for me and Jesus thank you for coming for me to this earth for taking on my sins and dying for me and you Jesus are my Lord and my Savior. You saved me when there was no hope. You're my Lord. You're the director. I don't, I don't take my cues from what's going on in my world. I don't take my cues from my thinking or the worldly logic that I've been brought up in. I take my cues and I make my choices based off of what you have said in your word. I, you are the Lord, Jesus. You are the director of my life. And I give you the ability, Jesus, right now to rule over my whole life. You rule. You're the Lord. You're the King. Rule now. I give you all authority, Jesus, to rule right now in my life, in my health, in my finances, in my protection to set me free. Jesus, you have rule and reign. And I believe that you died for me and I believe that God brought you back to life through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when he brought you up out of that grave, he lifted me uh, symbolically and, and effectively and literally spiritually. He brought me back to life as well. And he seated us in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. From this place, we will rule and reign with the devil under our feet. And so, Lord, right now, I ask that you would not only save me, and start working your complete work in me. But I ask you, pray this, I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. I accept you, Lord, and I accept your hope. Holy Spirit, fill me and overflow me. Give me the power and the strength to be 
who you've called me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What I'm getting right now is just Romans 5, 5 is coming up to me, and it says you know, that hope will not lead to disappointment. And I feel like right now there's somebody listening to this going, you know, well, that sounds all great, but they just haven't lived the life I've lived. They just haven't seen the stuff I've seen. And I'm going to kind of be bold and challenge you here and say, without God in your life and in your situation, it couldn't have turned out any other way because you haven't had a hope. So I'm going to challenge you, let God in so that you can have hope in that situation. Everything can change when you have God there. Let him in. He will not disappoint you. Amen. 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 And that last verse, the same verse, Romans 15, 13, in the message, the last three, let us encourage you and charge you 13. with this. Go ahead and read that. Uh, Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and Just peace the last and believing. Three there, real oh, you quick. want 1 Corinthians 13, 12 through yeah. 13. says, We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun, sun shines bright. We'll see Just it the all last then. Just three things. But right now, until the completeness, we have three things to do to lead us toward yes. consummation. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, and love extravagantly. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. We just praise God for you. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.